Hello everyone, welcome to the podcast. I'm Landon Barris, your host. Aiden? Landon. How you doing, buddy? Good. Everyone, this is uh, Aiden. He is my cousin, little cousin. He's 11 years old. He um, He's in middle school right now. He loves fishing, hunting, and sports, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. Everyone give a big thank you and welcome to Aiden Perry. <laughs> What's going on, buddy? Nothing. Nothing? How you been? Pretty good. You ready for Christmas? Yes. Mm. Yes. Boy, this cocoa is good. I know. Mm. Wow. It's been a while. It really has. Mm. I just drink so much coffee. <laughs> it's true. I just drink. I drink. All I really drink is water and coffee. I don't drink Dr. a whole pepper and Dr Pepper. You know, um, I don't really drink a whole lot of anything else. So having this cocoa, you know, now there's one thing I do drink in December. I drink eggnog. Have you tried? You never have you ever tried it? Yes, it's terrible. Now I, w- I have some in the fridge, but the one I have, I will say it is terrible. It's Oak Farms. It's not. It's not Brookshire's. Brookshire's has the best. Have you tried the almond eggnog? It's terrible. I probably won't try it. It's terrible. (laughs) Is it? What does it taste like? Almond and straight boiled eggs. (laughs) Like, it's bad. (laughs) So, when did you try this? How old were you when you tried this? Six. You were six years old? Because I didn't know what it was. I thought it was milk. Well, it was yellow. I know. But I was sick. <laughs> it's like you didn't know any better. Mm-mm, I was dumb. <laughs> mm. I need to put that down so we can talk. <laughs> but um, Aiden, you you tell me your um, tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, like um, let's talk about sports. Okay. What's your favorite sports? Basketball is probably my first, and football is probably my second. Then okay. soccer. Oh, soccer? I didn't even know you played soccer. Mm-hmm. Really? Then, I've only played it twice, but after that, lacrosse. Lacrosse? I played a little bit of lacrosse, but just, um, you know, just um, just for fun. I didn't play on a team or anything like that. One of my favorite things to watch is hockey. I love watching I love watching slammed hockey. up against yeah. the wall and stuff. And the eyes going yeah. up. and One of the craziest shots I've seen it was with the Dallas Stars versus something, and it was Pass. It was like a goalie shot. I mean, he. What it was was everyone had came to the. All of them were coming on. They were playing defense. Mm-hmm. They're all on this side of the field. Well, when the hockey guy got it, he kind of kicked it with his leg, and then he just popped it as far as he could across the field and made it into the goal. Now I don't remember if that was live or if it was a replay. It was so long ago. I watched a dude off of the Dallas Dallas Stars, like you said. He. It was the goalie. He hit it and it bounced off the wall. Mm-hmm. And then the dude slid by and like hit it and it went in between the dude's legs. It was pretty cool. <laughs> so you play you play basketball. Yep. So what's your team name? Well, our draft was Thursday for our uh, league, mm-hmm. and our name is the Celtics. The Celtics. Cool. Cool. So, what position do you play? Well, I'm the shortest one on the court, so I play point guard. <laughs> hey, I, that's what I played. I played mm-hmm. point guard. Yeah. It's fun. Do you do a lot of shooting, or do you really just pass the ball mostly? Well, I pass a lot, but I also shoot threes, jump shots, 
layups, and free throws. Really? So you you practically do it all then? Mm-hmm. Hmm. And I've, when I was six, like the year I drank the eggnog, <laughs> I made my first half court shot. At six years old, dude, you must have put you must have had to put your whole body into it. Because mm-hmm. even me at my age, I'm 23, and I still got to put my whole body into making half court shot. Two hands. Two hands? I normally just use one hand. I can't make it anymore, though. Oh, really? Why is that? I don't know. I just lost it. You just lost it? Hmm. Yep. What's your favorite play? Like, you know, do y'all have a play design, or do y'all just go out there and just ball? Well, most of the time, we just kind of go out there and just play. Yeah. Because, like, that's how every kid kind of knows is not really making plays up and stuff. Yeah. Just kind of playing your own game. Because it's hard to, like, keep plays going in basketball. Because, like, the way the defense is and set up. Well, one of my favorite plays is a double pick inside-outside. So, okay. like, the point guard, me, I come up court. I, one of the big man's picks mm-hmm. and rolls into the paint. And another dude picks and I pass it to the dude who picked first. Right, right. And then he fakes a layup and kicks it back out to me, and I shoot a three. Oh wow! We won a, we won our, uh, our region championship off of that play. Really? What's the most you've ever scored in a game? Uh, oh, it was, it was January fifteenth, two years ago. So yeah, two thousand eighteen. I scored 42 points in one game. 42 points. In a region game. Really? How did you manage to do that? It's just lucky shots? Well, that and the defense was doo-doo. <laughs> like it was bad. Really? They could not guard me. Mm. Or like anybody on our team. You look like you'd be like a fast baller. Like, do you sprint a lot? Do you get by the mm-hmm. defense a lot? My main thing is getting by the defense and, like, my dribbles. Your dribbles? I can get by any dude, whether they're six foot to two foot. Really? Because you're so small and yet you're so fast and all the dribbling. Mm-hmm. So do y'all do, like, dribbling practices and everything like that? What What are you – what is y'all's practice normally focused on? Dribbling, running, is it more exercise? Is it more play-by-play? Is it more, you know, basic fundamental footballs as in shooting, you know, dribbling? I mean, basketball. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> well, normally we just kind of go over plays that we probably never use. And then we'll, like, work on passing and mm-hmm. – Stuff like that, but before every game. So, me and my friend Jackson, we do these things where you have a tennis ball. Is that a shout-out to Jackson? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, the dude in front of us has, like, a tennis ball. Mm-hmm. And the dude with the basketball is dribbling. Yeah. So, you go in. So, you go through one leg and then switch and go through the other leg over and over again. But when you're not using that... It looks hard. Is it difficult? I've gotten used to it. Oh, really? Is it kind of like second nature now? Yeah, pretty much. But when you're not using the hand that you just dribbled with, you catch the tennis ball and throw it back to him and then go back to it, catch the tennis ball. Oh, so it's not like you're just focusing on dribbling. You're Mm -hmm. focusing on catching this tennis ball and dribbling. It's like hand-eye coordination. So you're like this, watching the ball catch, 
throw it down. And oh, so you really don't watch your dribbling? Mm-mm. I never do. Really? I've gotten to the point where I either look at all the people on the court while I'm dribbling, or I look up at the goal. Yeah. Or the clock or something. Hmm. So y'all really focus a lot on dribbling then? I do. Personally. When you pass, do you normally do a bounce pass, or is it just a pass all in the air? Well, it depends. Because, like, if we're in, like, a kind of a game where it's real intense and stuff, yeah, I try to make, like, real precise passes and stuff. Because, mm-hmm. like, if I see the dude, the defender on the right side, I try to pass to the left side okay. of my player. And then, like, if we're playing a team that's trash, then, you know, you're up by a bunch of points. You're trying to do, like, behind-the-back passes. Yeah, you, you practice on your, your more skill for – skill – skill – whatever. Well, it's really <laughs> – More your, your – you, on your technique, you could mm-hmm. say, you know. Well, so, first, like, in practices when we do-do passes – I said do-do. Do-do. <laughs> Like, we all do passes. We'll do uh, bounce passes and stuff like that. And once we perfect them, we'll do like in between the leg passes. Like we'll do like behind the back passes. Mm-hmm. We have a kid named Jaden. He did a um, front flip pass one time. Yeah. Like off of a trampoline, like and like because we brought like one of them little box trampolines. You ever seen them? Like, yeah, yeah, I've seen them. We brought one of them to the court one day. Oh, wow. And he bounced off of it, did a front flip, and threw it to Jackson. You know, the craziest oh. thing I did with the trampoline and a basketball, when I was at home, we would get on the roof. And we did this all the time. I mean, the roof was like, it was just another room. Because we would get <laughs> up there all the time. And so, we would get on the very top of the roof, the very tip of it, right? We had a basketball, and we would run all the way across the roof, all the way to the end of it. And I'd jump off the roof with this basketball. I would land on a trampoline. When I land on the trampoline, I would jump forward. When I jump forward, I would dunk the basketball into the goal. And when the goal, when I dunked it into the goal, I dumped, I jumped into the pool. And that's how, that's how <laughs> we spent that summer was doing all that kind of stuff all the time. But uh, but that's what I did because I was so short I couldn't dunk. Break a leg. Yeah. Thank you, Mallory. You're welcome. Mallory just came in and brought Aiden's phone. Kill yourself. <laughs> so uh, yeah, doing stuff like that. Yeah, it was crazy. But um, but with basketball, what y'all? What's the game that y'all totally destroyed and y'all just like whooped them completely? And what is the game? That y'all lost miserably. Like by miserably, do you mean like y'all lost made, by a bunch of points, or yes. do you mean like it was a close game and lost? Both, I guess. Okay. So, what was a close game and lost, and what was a close game, or what was a close game that lost, and then a game that you just completely lost? Y'all barely made any points. I don't remember one of those games when we barely made any points. Really? Because I've always been on a pretty decent team. Okay, well that's good. Well. The game we had, like, blew somebody out was in one of our all-star games. We mm-hmm. were playing Tennis Hall. That was probably one of my best games other than the game when I scored 42 points. Mm-hmm. That was the game after Tennis Hall. Mm. Well, in our region game yeah. to go to the state championships. Right. Well, we were playing Tennis Hall, 
And they were fouling and stuff like that. Like, bad. Yeah. So, we got a bunch of free throws and so stuff. So, they weren't really disciplined. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't shoot. But their point guard could, and he was real good. Mm-hmm. And he'd dribble around us and stuff. And we beat them, I think, 72 to 10 or something like that. Whoa. So, it was a big blowout. Well, that was our all-star team. So, we had, like, yeah. all the good kids on it. Yeah. And... I remember, I only remember one play, that one good play that I made from that game. So their point guard was down the court, and their big man mm-hmm. that stays in the paint was, like, real strong and stuff, and he chunked the ball over his head down to the kid that was at the three-point line. Yeah. Because we were in, like, the first period, and they were beating us. Mm-hmm. It was three to four, I think. And he tried to make a three for the buzzer. Right. And he, I sprinted down the court. As soon as he caught the ball, I was about to jump. And as soon as he shot, I packed him. And I saved the ball and threw it back in bounds. And again, Jackson Goss Mm -hmm. gets the ball, chunks it, and makes, and banks in a a half-court shot to go into the... To go into the second period. Wow. It was it was all because you be, you were able to save this ball going out of bounds then. And wow. from making him make it. Because yeah. he was on fire. He was on fire. That first couple minutes. Wow. What year was this? Uh, I want to say this is the year I played for Carlisle. So 2015. 2015. Okay, so a few for about five years ago then. Yep. I was about... Yeah. Seven. Well, no, that was like 2014. Oh, okay. So you were younger then, about six. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Five or six. Wow. Because my birthday's late. Yeah, yeah. Have you played, what's it like with COVID? Have you been able to play sports with COVID, or has this affected a lot of it? Well, we've gotten a couple seasons shut down. The main thing, I guess, is probably... Normally, we go to gyms all over the place and play because yeah. they're open and stuff. And I like 1v1 high school kids. Like in law school, my 1v1, mm-hmm. a bunch of high school kids. And now you can't really go anywhere yeah. and play. So it's just kind of me stuck at the house or up at my mom's work playing. Yeah. So let's talk about that for half a second. You know, you're you're a young kid. You're 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 still in school and all that stuff. What is COVID? How does COVID affect you from 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 last year to this year? What are the differences? And is there any is there any good things that come out of it? Is there any bad things that come out of it? Well, last year we didn't have to go to school because all of it. Yeah. And I was so happy because we didn't have to do our star test and stuff like that. <laughs> that was this year, right? No, last year. Oh, last year. Okay. Like, the end of fifth grade, I didn't have to do my star test or anything. Yeah. And that was the year we were supposed to do, like, our big science test and yeah. writing and stuff. So, and I'm not a big writer. Like, my mm-hmm. science test, I could have passed it and stuff. Writing, I'd have flunked that out of being in fifth grade again. <laughs> Because fifth grade's the year you got to pass. Yeah. To go to sixth. Yeah. Ooh. So, I thought it was the best thing ever, coronavirus, because it wasn't hitting around. <laughs> it wasn't hitting around here. Yeah. East Texas and stuff. <laughs> but 
So I thought it was the best thing ever because I didn't have to go to school and stuff. Mm. But it changed. And now it's terrible because I have to wear a mask to school. Yeah. And it itches all day. What kind of, do you just get a medical mask or is it like a homemade mask? Cool. We'll buy some and then we'll get medical masks. It's like off and on. Yeah. So what are the, like, what are the rules at school now? Can't take your mask off. You gotta stay somewhat social distance except for band. We don't have our mask on and we're sitting right next to each other. And in lunch, we don't have our mask on. It's, it's weird. Is it? Because, like, we don't have our mask on in gym, lunch, uh, band. We don't have it on in art. Like, so where are they really enforcing y'all to wear masks? In the at? classrooms, in the, classroom? in the hallways. That's pretty much it. Do you also do recess? No, not middle school. Oh, that's right. That's only in kindergarten. And second grade and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Elementary. Yeah, yeah. So what about field trips? Have they all been able to do any kind of field trips? Well, sixth grade is the year... We're supposed to go down to the lake, Martin Creek Lake. Yeah. And we're supposed to go, like, canoeing and jet skiing and, mm. like, tubing and stuff like that. Because, yeah. like, our ba- a bunch of our band directors and teachers had boats and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and we'd go fishing and stuff. And the night before, they'd set out jug lines, and we'd go get them and stuff. But all because stupid corona, we can't. Yeah. And we can't. So go. all that was canceled then. We can't go on our band field trip, which we're supposed to go to Splash Kingdom for that. Yeah. We can't go yeah. on it. Hmm. <clears throat> hmm. But for the most part, has a lot of things changed? Like the attitude with other kids? has Is it more miserable now, this COVID? Or is it kind of, do y'all crack a lot of jokes about it and stuff like that? Well, I mean, you'll make some jokes about it, but... Like, it's still just the same thing. It's the same thing. Just boring, pretty much. Because everything's so regulated. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. So you mentioned fishing. Mm -hmm. Is that something you like to do? You like to fish? I love to fish. What kind of rod do you use? Oh, uh, open face bait caster. Oh, really? That's expensive. Mm Mm-hmm. My first one I got when I was eight. Your first fish you caught? No. My first bat, or uh, first rod. My first open face. Yeah, open face rod. First bait caster I got when I was eight. Backlashed it a million times so I was like ten and learned how to use it. Really. And I <clears throat> biggest fish I think I've ever caught on that rod, and I found out that the rod was three hundred dollars, and yeah. that was my only Christmas present. Well, <laughs> anyways. You were like, why do I want this? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, is that all I get is a stick? <laughs> <laughs> and a nice frill. Mm-hmm. And then I learned how to use it and stuff. And the biggest fish I've ever you caught. Did say open, so you use an open face reel? Mm-hmm. Or is it closed? Open face. It's open face. Okay. I was just making well, sure. The biggest fish I've ever caught was a 9.38. 9.38. Was it a bass? Mm-hmm. Where at? In a private pond. Really? My uncle takes it takes me to it really not like nine and a half pounds you said mm-hmm. wow i bet it, did y'all eat it or did y'all throw it back no we just threw it back yeah y'all really fish for sport well 
not to keep, but just <clears> like <throat> to go fishing and catch and release. Yeah. Now, catfish and crappie, mm-hmm. my whole family is about catfish and crappie. Yeah. If you can get it, like, if someone finds a good place at the lake where the crappie are biting, mm-hmm. you'll see the whole Perry family lined up in a row <laughs> getting down there. Like, my Uncle Wilton, he's, mm-hmm. he passed away now, but, I mean, if he found a spot, my, my granddad, Ed, if... If Uncle Wilton found it, then Ed was going. Mm-hmm. Then everybody else would figure out, and everybody would be at that spot. It'd yeah. be every Perry would be down there fishing. <laughs> Even my grandma. Even your grandma. <laughs> oh. So fishing's really big into your family. Then, yes, and hunting. Fishing and hunting. Yep. Hmm. So, with this fishing thing, how how often do you fish? Well. In spring and summer, mm-hmm. almost every day. Really? Yes. So every day, oh yeah, there's no school, so you just... We, because about three, this year it'll be four in like February, something like that. Yeah. We stocked our pond with channel cat. Oh, really? And they're... Why, why did y'all choose channel cat? Because it's like a oil pond, so mm-hmm. it's like, you go about five feet into it. Yeah. And it... It's about six foot where it starts to drop off and it drops off down to like 30. Oh, really? So, so it, it kind of has got these layers yeah. almost? Well, no, it's kind of like. Oh, it just drops off then? It kind of goes like probably it, 10 it, feet out and then yeah. goes like kind of like that really? into a V kind of. Mm-hmm. But it's like a square pond. It's kind of weird. Well, ours, you know, we, we have a tank, a big, big, big pond. Ours is, a lot of people say it's a tank. We call it a pond, but it's probably a good size of a tank. I have a bunch of German friends that call it tanks. Yeah. All and down so in Brenham. Ours, there's like these layers. So you go out a little bit and it drops just about a foot. Go out a little bit and it drops. Mm-hmm. Go out a little bit and drops. And then once you get towards the middle, it, it just completely drops. And our the middle part is about 25 feet deep. It is deep yeah. pond. Really deep. I was amazed how deep it was one time it dropped we had a drought this was years ago i think it was 2008 when we had this drought and uh, yeah it was a long time ago and we actually walked at the very bottom of the pond and it felt like we were in like a crater it was and dad we have pictures of it it's it's incredible we could not believe we we saw the layers you know of how it how how it went down and then just steep drop you could it was almost like staircases that's how that's how, like, we, when we had a drought mm-hmm. in 2013, no, 2018, I remember it. Yeah. Because our pond was almost, like, bone dry. Yeah. We still had the middle, though, because it's, like, really, really deep there. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, a spring in the bottom of it, so it never really goes out except for that one time because it was yeah, so bad. it was so bad. And the spring just started dripping instead of, like, running like it used to. Mm-hmm. It started dripping because the sun stared on it so, so mm. much. So, we went down in there, and we planted, like, we got Christmas trees and stuck down in there mm-hmm. and stuff. And I know, like, where to cast, like, where the catfish are and stuff. So. So, you you normally fish for bass? When I go with my uncle, and I have a couple of ponds that people let me go to. Mm-hmm. But in my pond, all we have is slick gym and butcher perch and uh, mm-hmm. catfish. And catfish. 
What's your... Do you eat a lot of fish? Or? Catfish and crappie. Catfish and crappie. Now, how do you catch a crappie? Do you have that that line, that fishing mm. line, or do y'all actually fish for it? We fish for them. Y'all fish we for get them? minnows and stuff. Mm-hmm. Drop, because there's old place on Martin Creek Lake. So there's the new bridge, and then there was an old bridge beside it. Yeah. But the bridge is sunken now. Yeah. So when they made the new bridge, they broke the other one down, so now it's at the bottom of the lake. <laughs> well, it's called Durgan Bridge. It is the best spot to crappie fish. Is it? It's crazy. You'll is you'll catch just, one every ten seconds. Really? Is it because it's so shallow? Or is it just there's just so many? It's it's deep. It's, it's deep? real deep. That's like one of the deepest spots of the lake. Really? So you get a cork and mm-hmm. a minnow, drop it down there about twenty feet, and they're right there. Really? And then, I, we caught sixty three one time. Sixty three. Where'd y'all put them all? Oh, well, I we guess ate them. y'all y'all ate them. We had a fish fry, all the berries. Really? Oh my goodness! It must have been more fish than you could. One of my friends. It was like a buffet. One of my friends down in Brenham, one of them Germans. Mm-hmm. Him and one of his friends. I think he said a hundred and seven white bass. Mm-hmm. That's a bunch. That's a bunch. I wouldn't know what to do with all that. Eat it. Eat it. <laughs> So how do you eat your fish? Do you like it fried or? Well, crappie and bass, I love fried. And Mm -hmm. I love catfish fried too. But grilled catfish is one of my favorite things. is it really? Thanks. Who normally cooks it? Well, my dad, my cousins, Mm -hmm. my uncle. So all the guys just get together and they just start grilling and cooking all this catfish. Yep. And crappie and bass. Wow. Yep. When, when do you normally fish? Like, what time of day? Do you normally go early in the morning or do you normally go in the evening? Or? Early in the morning and, which, in summer and stuff. So, mm-hmm. it's, you have, like, the longer days, so it gets dark at, like, 9 yeah. and stuff. Way, I like it way better than it's dark at, like, 6. Yeah. Well, we, we go out about... Probably 6.30, 7.30, and fish till dark. Hmm. Now, catfish will go out about 9 and fish till, like, we absolutely cannot see. <laughs> really? <laughs> Until it gets so dark? Crazy. We'll, we'll throw some catfish food out there, and next thing you know, you'll have a spotlight on the catfish. They're just mm. all on the water. Hmm. Yeah, I, I I haven't done, I mean, I I have fished quite a bit, but not on lakes. I mean, everywhere we fished was at our pond, you know, and so I remember one time we weren't even fishing. Me and my dad were in a boat and we were just rowing around the in the boat, you know, because I was, I was young. I was like eight years old and all of a sudden I had something hit our boat on the side. And so my dad looked Asian at, carp. Huh? Asian carp. I don't know what that is. It's a carp. I, I well, let me let me you. tell you this, and maybe you can tell me what that is. Okay. So, like, there's a we're in this boat, right? My dad's in the front. I'm in the back. Something hits our boat, and it shakes the boat. Like it was like a it was like and a maybe it's not. So, it hits it again, and it's literally right here by my hip. 
on the bottom of the boat. So I looked down and I could see this tail. This tail is as big as my face. I mean, massive, massive big like old tail. Like a fish tail? Yeah, like a fish tail. And Dad got real scared. He was like, "What? What was that?" I said, "I don't know." But I mean, other than that, it um it never hit us again. And another time, Tommy, you know Tommy, the barrio boy. Mm-hmm. He, me, and him were in a boat, and Elena and Trent were all on the boat. And out of nowhere, this bass come jumps out of the water and lands in our boat, and it starts flapping everywhere. Of course, Tommy's about probably six, seven years old. He starts crying. <laughs> he starts getting scared. He starts crying. He starts running to the back of the boat and trying to get away. Of course, it's a little small rowboat. But, uh, but yeah. But, you know, I've caught... We had a guy. He's dead now. He's old Ben Risky. And he'd bring out these, um, these mud poly traps. And it's just these traps to where a fish can go in the little hole. Come out. But they can't come out because they got little spikes, so they can't come out. So um, he would put dog food all in those traps. I mean, a good two handfuls of dog food, always, throw it in there, and we'd catch mud polys like anything. I always put bread in my... Bread will work, yeah. When I'm going catfishing, I'll throw it in our pond mm-hmm. and catch a bunch of bait, and I'll cut it up yeah. and throw it out there. Then probably 15 minutes, I'll have a catfish. Really? Mm. Yeah, we used to fish out there all the time. And now, like, a, what a, the biggest thing I really did was we had a bunch of frogs. So we go frog gigging all the time. I mean, every single summer we're going frog gigging. <laughs> so um, we go out there with these nets and a flashlight and, and hit them and <laughs> capture them. And then my brother, he started getting a gun and just started shooting them. <laughs> like that. We... We shot them with pellet guns one time. That was real fun. With a pellet gun? Because I, I had just... That one I brought out here one time. Mm-hmm, I remember it. I had just sighted it in. And me and a couple of buddies, they brought theirs. I think there were like 10 of us. We went to our creek. Mm-hmm. And it's like a big, wide creek. Yeah. And um, we'd go down through there. And you'd shine a spotlight on them. One person would be shining a spotlight. The other person would be shining a spotlight. Two people be shooting. <laughs> Crazy. Aiden, you mentioned your gun. So, do you do a lot of hunting too? Yes. You do a lot of hunting. What kind of? What's your favorite thing to hunt? And what's your favorite weapon to use? Your favorite gun. Well, my favorite thing to hunt, and I've only hunted it one time, is ducks. Ducks. You like hunting ducks. I like hunting ducks and squirrels. The why? Most. Why is ducks? Why is that? It's just. Real, like, fun. Because, mm-hmm. like, I know you have, like, dove that fly in and yeah. you shoot. But they're, like, they're so kind of rare, kind of, mm-hmm. that you only see one or two in a group, like, where I hunt. Yeah. But ducks, on the other hand, you'll see, like, 15 of them fly in and you just unload on them. <laughs> like, with the 12 gauge. You ever eaten them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Duck wrapped in bacon with some jalapenos and sour cream. <laughs> Is that good? Yes. <laughs> Very good. Very. So what are the things you hunt? Deer, pig. Now, apparently I know about that pig. <laughs> that was a huge pig. You tell, tell us that story. Like, 
So here, I'll, let me tell the beginning because we saw it. So you can tell the whole thing. So my uncle, Kevin, we're and my dad, the three of us were sitting out on my porch. Thanksgiving day. And um, he um, he looked out to his left, and you know how right here is just that little road that yep. goes to the boneyard. He sees something wobbling. He goes, Landon, what is that? And I look out there. I said, Oh. Looks like a calf, I guess. He goes, "Are you sure?" I said, "I guess," because it was it was coming towards us. It wasn't sideways, mm-hmm. but he was way out there, and I didn't think nothing of it. Anyway, he starts coming a little close. He goes, "Landon, look at that again. Are you sure that's a calf?" And I said, "Man, I don't think so." He said, it "Looks like a pig." And he looks over, and that's when you came. And he goes, he goes, um, Aiden, you know. What is that out there? And you're like, oh, that's a pig. He was like, go get your gun. So you got your gun. So you, and now you took off. So you tell me the story from there. So I ran into Paul's room and grabbed the 243. Yeah. And I was resting up on the fence and we were waiting on him to get in between the cows. Mm-hmm. But he was like full sprint running. I've never seen a pig yeah, yeah. run like that before. <laughs> And, I mean, he was moving. Yeah. And as soon as he got outside them pigs, all I heard was Paul go, Aiden, shoot. Mm-hmm. So I shot, and we could see that, it, like, I hit him in the hip. Yeah, he hit him right in the hip. Because he kind of, like, stopped mm-hmm. and, like, hit the ground and got back up and took off running. Right. So all the cousins and stuff loaded up in the back of the truck. Mm-hmm. Started flying down through the... Yeah, your Paul was yeah, driving. he was moving quick. <laughs> down the, the road mm-hmm. there. So, the pig, we caught up to the pig, and Paul goes, Aiden, shoot. And I get ready to shoot, and Paul starts moving again, but I still shoot. Yeah. And I missed. So, the pig starts hauling tail again. We catch back it up in front of it again, and Paul stops this time. Mm-hmm. And I sque- well, I told him to stop. Mm-hmm. I told him. I slowly squeezed the trigger, put it right on his head, and bow. Boom, got him. Dead. It was a good hit. And then walked up. His nerves were still going, so Cousin Jackson popped him in the Maybe head with he the forty-five. Him. Mm-hmm. That was a good kill. Yep. Even though that was somebody's pet. <laughs> but how would you know? Yeah. Like, it was literally walking around. In the middle of a field. In the middle of a field with a bunch of cows. Yeah, like, what pig walks around in the middle of nowhere? Yeah. That's somebody's pet. Who lets their pet pig out where they know somebody's going to shoot it? Apparently, these people down here do. Yeah. <laughs> Athens. Yeah. But, um, so what's your biggest buck that you've shot? Well, I've only shot one. Shot a couple of does, though. Mm-hmm. So, I still haven't got one this year. So, my biggest buck is the one I got last year. It was a seven-point, but real wide seven-point, like a 16-inch, something yeah. like that. Oh, he, I hunted him from November 1st to, I know it doesn't seem that long, but, like, for me, it felt like forever. All right. So, from November 1st to November, no, from October 30th, or 31st, to November 10th, the day I shot him. Yeah. 
So October thirty uh, first, I was or October sometime in October, I was bow hunting with my crossbow mm-hmm. and my compound bow. Never came in, or he came in twice, and the first time. So I was I I was hunting with my compound bow, yeah. and I pulled back. We were sitting up in the tree stand, and I pulled back, and I, I was getting ready to shoot, and a pig came out on the other side of the field and spooked him. He blew and ran off. I ended up shooting the pig because <laughs> I was mad, and my dad was mad because it was going to be my first buck. Mm-hmm. So that as soon as that pig stopped up under the figure, I, sh- I threaded the arrow right through his ear. It was Ooh, hanging out of both ears. Like really? This. What a great shot. That was my first ever bow, too. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I could hold that thing steady and just do. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I shot a bunch of frogs with that bow. Did you? Ooh. After that, I came back, and I was in a ground blind mm-hmm. hunting that same seven point. And he had, like, a messed up rack on one side, and it was just... It was like one yeah. on this side and six on this side. So oh. he he was a big deer. Yeah. I, if he had a normal rack, he would he would have been a twelve. Because <laughs> he had six on this side yeah. and one like this. It was just that one big antler like that. So weird looking. I know. And he had like a big dent in it. Mm-hmm. Must like have gotten a fight or something. Yeah. There. He lost. Because mm-hmm. the one he got in the fight with was. A eight, a big wide eight point, probably like a twenty two <laughs> inch. Yeah. He, my friend Reed, shot him. Like two days after I was hunting him, so then I started hunting this deer, and I was hunting with my crossbow, and again, it, instead of a pig, it was a coyote this time. Yeah. Killed the coyote instead of the deer. Deer was right under the feeder. <laughs> and I couldn't, I couldn't press the safety in because it was like really hard on my crossbow. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to like push it like this. And I look out of the corner of my eye, saw a coyote running like this up behind the deer. Deer mm-hmm. throws his head back like this and goes <laughs> and blows and takes off running. Oh out. no! I went like this, and I was like, okay, there's still a coyote. And I <clears throat> and the safety, I went like that, and it clicked for the like, coyote. I, I barely pressed it, and it clicked for the coyote. Ain't that funny? And I shot it. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Then, November 10th, I, uh, me and my dad, we were sitting in the blind. And, like, in fifth and fourth grade, we do this, like, candy sale. Mm-hmm. So, we had some candy. We are sitting in the blind eating. And I was just sitting there because I was kind of bored. It was, like, we had been in the stand for 20 minutes. And in the first 20 minutes, you don't expect anything. Yeah. Because you, you just moved in. So, I was kind of sitting there. I had a stick, and I was drawing in the dirt. Oh, Dad, he grabs me. Like, I'm sitting there like this, drawing in the dirt. Mm -hmm. He grabs me, yanks me up out of the dirt, and goes, Aiden, there he is. And Mm -hmm. I, you know, buck fever. So I'm sitting here shaking. shaking. And I was scared. (laughs) And my dad, I throw my gun up. And it was like a makeshift blind. Because we were trying to figure out the wind direction and which way he was coming in. Because he had switched because coyotes and stuff like that. Because he used to come in from this side, but now he was coming in from that side. Yeah. So we made like a little blind out of sticks. So I threw my gun up on the stick. And my dad goes, 
Aiden now slowly, boom, and I shot. <laughs> so I, I wasn't waiting because that thing, he was walking pretty quick mm -hmm. and stopped because he was chasing a doe. And my dad goes, and he stops. And I go, because my dad, he was pulling out his phone to video. Mm -hmm. And he said, Aiden, slowly, and I shot. <laughs> and I, he said I shot so quick he couldn't tell if I hit it or not. Yeah. But, so you got your... One eye closed and one eye on the scope, mm -hmm. which I'm left-handed, so it's like this. Oh, so when you shoot, you know how the smoke comes out. You yeah. can't really see where the deer is. So I shot. Smoke came out, and I was, I looked up, and right after I shot, I looked up, and I saw him kind of kick his back leg out. Yeah. And my dad, he was still <laughs> looking down for his phone, but he was just saying. Like when he said slowly squeeze the trigger, he was just telling me what I'm gonna do. Mm -hmm. He wasn't telling me to do it, <laughs> but I did it. But you went well, ahead and did it, anyways. Anyways, I like looked up and he fell straight mm -hmm. down, and I thought I dropped him. And he got up, got up, and looked like he never got hit and sprinted. Really? And we got up and looked for him. There was one drop of blood. That was it. Just one drop. Did you ever find him? I'm getting there. Okay. So, had one drop of blood, could not find any more. So, he came out from, like, this cove that goes like this, mm -hmm. like a U kind of. He came out of that U cove and went back into the big timber. Yeah. Like this. So, what he did, he bled where I shot him and ran like this, came back to the U and laid in, like, a berry bush. bush. Yeah. So, like, we were looking for him. I was getting mad and stuff. I, I remember hitting myself. I remember punching a tree, almost breaking my knuckle because I was mad. Yeah, who wouldn't be? It was my third try, and I thought I missed him. Or We yeah. knew I hit him, but we thought I just like hit him in the butt or something. Mm -hmm. Well, we go over there, and we were looking. I said, Dad, what's that big white thing over there? He goes, oh, it's a piece of trash. I was like, okay, I'm going to go see what it is. Because we, we were both convinced. Because we would put like, like, it's kind of like a pellet thing. And I remember leaving, a, and it's in a white bag. And I remember mm. leaving one out there. Or not leaving it, but we always sat them up on this thing. And something had pulled it off. So, we got up there. And I get up there too, and I go, not a bag. <laughs> and I... I scream, and I say, Dad, it's a deer. He run. I, I've <laughs> never seen my 49-year-old dad move that fast. And I've never, he's never given me a fist bump. That dude was bah, bah, bah. Well, I get up there. <clears throat> I had berry vines in my butt, in my oh, hair, no. trying to pull him out. Because my dad, he was determined. It's your deer, you're pulling it out. Because he's done it many times. He knows, like, how painful it is. Yeah. He goes, your deer, you're pulling it out. I'm not doing anything. Mm -hmm. I'll load it in the truck. That's it. Yeah. Well, I'll get him out. We're taking pictures. And I was like, huh, I wonder where I hit him. And I was looking for the bullet hole, and I found it. And I was like, Dad, that's kind of low, isn't it? Because the lungs are like right here. Yeah. And I shot like right here. So we went to skin, or like right here. So I went to skin him. 
So while we were in the process of gutting him and stuff, mm-hmm. I looked. I looked at his lungs. I said, "There's no bullet hole in the lungs." And I, Dad was like, "I could have sworn you hit him in the lungs. Like there was fizzy blood." Yeah. And I was like, "I know." <clears throat> we kept looking. So I cut the lungs, and you know how his heart is like inside of the lungs, yeah. kind of, or yeah. like drops down below the lungs. Mm-hmm. So I cut the lungs, and the heart fell out with it. And I go. Dad, I shot him in the heart. Oh, Because he, he had wow. only ran about, like, 10 yards. Because yeah. he went like that and then came back. And he had a hole that big in his heart. Oh, like their heart's wow. Like, their heart is like that. Yeah. He had a hole that big in his heart. From a 243. For, wow. I know. So how far were you from the shot? Probably about 50, oh, 50, wow. 75. What a good shot, Aiden. I was aiming for his You're lungs. For his I guess lungs. I guess I probably pulled down because yeah. that gun was like pinpointed. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget Tommy. Tommy one time he a rabbit got spooked and he wasn't even looking at the rabbit when he first saw it. He got spooked and ran across the pasture. And this is this is what like a twenty two. So I mean nothing nothing crazy. So he took it and he followed that rabbit. And as it was, I mean, it was running full speed straight ahead. He followed that rabbit and boom, shot it and nailed it. <laughs> I mean, on a full sprint, it was amazing. Hey. Aiden, I say we go outside. I say let's get that spotlight and see if we can find anything. I Yeah, feel good. Aiden, thank you for coming on the show. It's been a blast. Yep. You're a great kid, wonderful character. You know a lot and... Dude, it was great having you. Appreciate it. Appreciate you letting me be on it. <laughs> Give it up for Aiden. Woo! <laughs> Thanks a lot, Aiden. Yep. Everyone, thank you for tuning in this week for the uh, By the Campfire with the Barrioses. I'm your host, Landon Barrios. Uh, this was Aiden Michael Perry. Everyone give a big shout-out to Aiden here. It was awesome having him on the show. He's a young kid. He's bright. He's got a big future. Uh, hope you all enjoyed the show. Um, appreciate y'all listening and continuing the listening and uh, being a part of uh, what we're trying to do here. So appreciate you and appreciate you, Aiden, for coming on. So uh, thank you very much. All right, everybody. Y'all have a great, wonderful uh, day or weekend, wherever you're at over Merry there. Merry Christmas. And have a Merry Christmas. Thank y'all very much.